this to each and every one of you out there. I hope you're starting to get that festive feeling. I don't know if you guys have already finished for Christmas. I don't know, but I do know that we have some good stuff lined up for you for while you're on your Christmas break to keep you entertained no matter where you are in the world. God damn it. God damn it. And tomorrow that all kind of kicks off. The festivities begin with me and dipshit. <laughs> tomorrow with the drinking game. It's my birthday tomorrow. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, baby. It's my birthday in the morning. Oh, well, at midnight. Sure. Uh, my wife's taking me out immediately. She's waiting. She's already got a dress on. And I'm not allowed to shower or anything until after drama time. In case you guys get me all hot bothered. And I hope you don't get me all hot bothered. I hope you don't do that to me. Uh, and then uh, we're going to go and have my birthday night out. Which should be a very cool adventure. Mm -hmm. It's preaching, isn't it? Andy. <laughs> you aren't you always looking not good? I try most of the time. But I wasn't allowed to do anything. Today specifically today specifically usually i at least have a shower or something before we start but whatever what are we gonna do life is that way sometimes it's friday let's have some drama let's have some fun drama before i go and get cleaned up with you wonderful people now i'm hoping my chat's gonna be relatively as joyful as they were last week where they were really on top form <laughs> so we're gonna kick off in the only way i know how First of all, let's get a keyboard in front of me. That would be a wise idea. Let's do that. We're going to have... I love this title, by the way. This is like the dream title for what I do for this show. Yeah. It's PvP Triggered. <laughs> PvP Triggered. Oh, a fake story. Is it a fake story? No, but we did drop one. Although, I don't know. Let me ask you guys. There was a story I got today that involved the looting of an item, right? And I read through it, and it was a kind of funny story. But it was based on the idea that if somebody was set to master looter, the rest of the raid couldn't see the loot. I don't recall a time that ever happened. Like, even if everything was on master looter, you could still right-click the boss to see what was in it, but you couldn't loot it. That's what I think, anyway. That's that's my memory. That's my memory of it. Yeah, you never. I never. I've never heard of that happening. Never heard of that being able. Only with a chest, you can see it. Yeah, already fake triggered. <laughs> so I had to skip that story because it was about a warglaive. The story was that a warglaive dropped, but the raid didn't know it. And the raid leader asked, uh, kept the boss there while the guy went out. And then he came back and got the item afterwards. But I'm pretty sure you could always check uh, if the loot was there. I'm pretty sure you could always do that. I'm pretty sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, that one had to go by the wayside. It was a fun story up until that point. I was like, uh, Hmm... That doesn't sound right to me. Anyway, let's pick our names for our wonderful uh, Patreons. Uh, these wonderful peoples. Ooh. Bold name, sir. I've spelt Wesley wrong. And we need a guild name. The guild need name chat. <laughs> KK, fake and gay. <laughs> All the euphemisms. Right, we do need a delicious, a delicious guild name. If you guys could throw one into the chat for me right now. Let us begin this. Hello, Preach, and hello, Ghosty. Hello. Hello. I am from the user. The wank bankers. That'll do. <laughs> I am from the user. 
I've been watching Drama Time for about a year. I started playing WoW just before the release of the Burning Crusade, like so many others, after watching that Warcraft episode of South Park. <clears throat> for clarification, and to avoid any misconceptions early, I am gay, walled Kappa Pride. And this is a story about what happened to my boyfriend, Short. My boyfriend, Short. <laughs> this is going to get really good. You ready? <laughs> During my entire WoW career, I have never personally experienced drama like that discussed on Drama Time. But Short did. And I felt compelled to tell his story since he didn't want to write it himself. He did, however, approve it and verify it for accuracy. That's right. He gave it the crisp. He gave it the power of crisp. All right. So what happened to our man Short? <laughs> While this story does take place in Legion, it begins during... Warlords of Draenor. In Warlords of Draenor, Short and I decided to play together. I prefer Horde and I'm complete dog shit at PvP. While Short is PvP, mate. And his alliance. Now, the re this is the best line in this story because it's comedic gold. <laughs> Short Short's PvP, mate. Yeah? But he likes alliance, mate, because the buildings are prettier. And then our man writes, I know, right? Lol. <laughs> I kind of feel like you just went, that's well gay. <laughs> I love that that's your reaction to it. The buildings are prettier. Dude, gay. <laughs> that's gay. I love that line. It's so good. So we had to make a compromise. We had to make a compromise. And that was that we'll go on a PvE server, right? That makes me happy because I don't want to be PvP, mate. But we'll go Alliance, which would make him happy. Synergy. Yeah, Synergy is a motherfucker. Okay. For most of Worlds of Draenor, I played a Draenei Elemental Shaman. Better be a female, though. We had this assessment on stream. While Short played a Human Affliction Warlock, mate. Soul swapping for days, mate. Because I'm PvPing. <laughs> By the time the Legion pre-patch rolled around, Short was starting to get bored of his Warlock. And missing that old school world PvP. <clears throat> world PvP. Warlords of Draenor. Okay. And I was missing playing on Horde. Short, uh, Short's IRL friend, Kegger. Big Kegger. The IRL friend Kegger. Also wanted to be Horde and PvP though. So I did my research. I found as a PvP server that had a balanced population between Horde and Alliance. And also, a pretty decent, decent auction house mate. Can't speak forever. Auction house mate. I faction changed and transferred my Draenei Shaman to the server, becoming Orc. And switched to Enhancement for Legion. Short decided to abuse the Legion invasion events during this pre-patch and leveled a Blood Elf Frost Mage for Legion. This is where our story begins. After hitting max level, Short started his search for a guild. He was looking for a PvP guild. No fucking about though. Mate, not doing it. I shared with him your guild searching tips so he wouldn't end up joining a cesspool guild. After scouring the forums, he found a guild that would be a good match. Called the Wank Weavers. He whispered Wesley, the Mistweaver Monk Guild recruitment officer. Wesley was incredible nice. Friendly, helpful. 
After answering some of the basic questions, the guild invite came. Wesley explained that they were a social guild, focusing mainly on world PvP and some organized battlegrounds. But also, they were going to start a raid team in Legion, for sure. <laughs> for absolute sure, mate. Definitely. They did daily world PvP events. And members were expected to sign up and attend all of these events in order to increase their rank within the guild. Now you better sign up for Friday's Nessing Wary Safari Ganking Fest, mate. Or you might not keep your rank in the fucking Wank Weavers. It's fucking serious though, mate. World PvP events. Okay. <laughs> for one of the events, 20 or 30 guild members formed a raid team and went to Alterec Valley. And decided to sit at the Horde base and wait for the Alliance to come. They then proceeded to spend the next hour killing Alliance as they tried to pass through the front gates. It was around this time that Kegger also had joined the Wank Weavers. And was offered a position on their core raid team. And given the guild rank of Raider. I was off doing my own thing as I couldn't stand PvP. But you know what? Short was happy. He found a new home. And that meant I was happy, right? So we go forward a few weeks, chat. Legion's out. All of us were leveling together. I'd already joined a decent ranked raiding guild on the server and started raiding some Emerald Nightmare, mate. Short was enjoying the Wank Weavers and was participating in their daily world PvP raids on Stormwind. The events were held. At the same time each day. So the, so the Alliance can prepare, right? Yeah? You know we're coming, mate. So you better get ready. Because the Wank Weavers are about to take some fucking names. The events were organised by the Frost DK Guildmaster Mythic Knight. Oh, that worked out really well. <laughs> Who Short said was one of the biggest assholes he had ever met. Mythic Knight was probably 18 incredibly immature and would yell and rage if things didn't go his way but short looked past it though right primarily because he enjoyed the guild events was making friends with people and this is where it went completely fucking wrong mate i had come home from work one day to find short depressed and sad naturally i asked him what's wrong mate what's wrong what's wrong mate he told me he'd been kicked from the Wank Weavers. He said they were doing their daily raid on Stormwind. And they had managed to kill all the Alliance that showed up to stop them. Everyone in the raid was happy. <coughs> and Short, once they were finished, dropped his usual Dalaran portal for the quick getaway. But then the laughter started over TeamSpeak. And it quickly turned into screams of horror. Nightmares. One by one, the entire raid team started to die. And that's when Short knew what he had done. <laughs> He'd accidentally clicked the wrong button and summoned the portal to Dalaran Crater instead of Legion's Dalaran. And anyone in the raid who took the escape portal fell to their death. Lol. <laughs> that's fucking well good. 
<laughs> so fucking good, man. Oh, the best. <laughs> Get wrecked. Every single one of them. After the raid realized what had happened, everyone had a giggle at Short's mistake. Everyone, though, except Mythic Knight. Who is fucking serious about his PvP. He unleashed his terrain of hatred and disgust at Short. Kicked him from the guild and banned him from TeamSpeak. About an hour or so later, Short received a whisper from Wesley, apologizing for Mythic Knight's behavior and wanting to invite him back to the guild. Short's reply by saying that Mythic Knight could go and fuck himself, mate. He didn't want to be part of the guild with such a toxic person. Wesley understood, but explained that Short wasn't the first person to have been kicked out of the guild because of one of Mythic Knight's rants. It was around this time that Kega came online. And Short explained what had happened over Skype. Kegger was a little bit of a fucking bance master. As a giggle at the situation. And decided he was going to leave the guild in protest. He said that Mythic Knight would be upset because Kegger was their top raid DPS. And that's when I thought of Ghosty. Are you still that high raider rank in the guild? I asked Warfreak. I asked... <laughs> I asked I asked Kegger. Yes, mate, he replied. I said, well, time to take that fucking gill bank then. After a lot of giggles, after a lot of giggles, our man headed over to the guild bank and took any and all items that he had access to take and then left the guild. The items were all potions, all the flasks, all the crafting mats from Walls of Draenor. <laughs> it's all the what stuff? The items were mostly potions, flasks, and crafting mats from Walls of Draenor. But it was worth it to make a point. It was worth it to make a point. He as well as Short put the officers in the guild on ignore and never heard from them again. <laughs> Raid the bank for Warlords of Draenor, Mats. <laughs> Since Short and Kegger were both now guildless, they decided they were going to make their own guild with one of their IRL friends. And it would be a PvP late night raiding guild, mate. The guild is currently, though, 7 out of 7 Heroic Emerald Nightmare, and are doing quite well. I, on the other hand, got frustrated of being on a PvP server with the constant ganking, and I moved to a PvE on my own, where I'm in a Mythic Raiding Guild. I still do play! I still do play with Short and Kegger during dungeons and world quests, but with, for me, free from open world ganking. And that is my drama time story. You guild-banked warlords of Draenormats? In Legion... Think of all the garrison resources that went into those mats. Wasted. Wasted. Just absolutely wasted. You make me sad, man. You make me sad. Right. <laughs> all the fucking garrison resources. Nothing happens to Mythic Knight. Mythic Knight stands tall, Ragnarok. Stands tall. Uh, this one's specifically for you, chat. My black rock whore. <laughs> I drank so much coffee for that shit. <laughs> I drank so much coffee for that shit. <laughs> Alright, we'll do the names as we go through on this one. <laughs> Garrison resources are the best, you know it. Alright. <clears throat> okay. So, this, this is for you then. Right? This is everyone in the chat. <laughs> That's all you guys there. All right then. 
it's time to get serious raiders. It's time to get serious raiders. Hola, preacher. My story is about some recent drama that took place in my otherwise peaceful, perfect guild. Three IRL friends and I have been mythic raiding with the same guild since Blackrock Foundry. We are currently 7 out of 7, Mythic Emerald Nightmare, and on Mythic Odin. We only raid two nights a week, we don't do split runs, and we only do Mythic Plus groups on the weekend when we've got time. This guild is perfect, because we, like many others, are adults with wives, fiancés, serious girlfriends, kids, and have real people jobs that do not allow and do not allow for no life in WoW. Our officers are excellent, and we get along with most of the other raiders quite well. It's idyllic. It's actually idyllic, guys. No guild has ever been more perfect. However, at the start of Legion, our guild recruited a handful of new raiders that, shall we say, what's the word I'm looking for, chat? Shall we call them, hmm... Let's say that they were not a good fit. That's what I'll say, right? I'll say they were just not a good fit. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you're all wrong. No, <laughs> no, not shitters. They were, in fact, hardcore no-lifers. Base, oh, the, the, the clear description is bad apples. I'll take that with lanyard. Bad apples. They were hardcore, no life, basement dwelling, nerd burger eaters who did not, as I realize in hindsight, fully appreciate the beauty of our accommodating two-night raiding schedule. That's right, fucking hardcore, mate. Two of these new recruits stood out in particular, albeit for different reasons. One was our new main tank. Angel Wing. <clears throat> and the other was a Fire Mage. Kim. <laughs> During the leveling and pre-raid gearing process, Angel Wing stood out as a fantastic tank with expansive knowledge of the game. Running mythic dungeons with him was a breeze. And because... Angel Wing has absolutely no life. He was always available to tank. Angel Wing even became an officer. Kim, on the other hand, stood out because of, because of her non-stop stream of unsolicited and often inaccurate advice in guild chat. Kim had a tendency to read MMO champion threads about classes... And then tell everybody that they were wrong <laughs> about their class. She was absolutely sure that she knew everything there was to know about World of Warcraft. And the rest of us casuals in the guild needed to learn. She would often boast about her raiding experience in a top 50 guild. Ooh la la la. Ooh la la la. And to make sure everyone knew that her opinions were fucking correct at all times. Nothing but correct. She absolutely triggered me every time she would open her mouth. Her hot pocket eating 
pimply fat mouth. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. I've met Kim. <laughs> That's as Andy. <laughs> Can confirm does not have a hot pocket pimply fat mouth. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. <laughs> Most of our other raiders shared my opinions about Kim. Except, though, of course, for Angel Wing. Probably because the two of them were the only two raiders who seemingly never logged off well. <laughs> Ever. Angel Wing and Kim became fast friends. Anytime Angel Wing put a Mythic Plus run together, mm -hmm, Kim was the go-to mage. <laughs> no, she's bubbly. <laughs> she's bubbly. <laughs> Once raiding started, Kim was exposed, though. Kim was a mediocre DPS. Losing on the meters to the other two casual mages in our guild on every single pull. Her ability to handle mechanics was passable. Passable. But her play was far from commensurate with her often exposed opinion of herself. What was once a constant stream of messages in G-Chat turned into non-stop babbling over vent after every pull about how our strategy was hurting her deeps. And that we should improve on our strategies. Don't get me wrong, Preacher. Kim was a decent player and would have been a welcome addition to our team if she had just shut the fuck up. Closed that fucking swathering, dribbling pie hole. Angel Wing also exposed some interesting quirks during Emerald Nightmare progression. Most notably, it turned out that he had completely unrealistic expectations about how quickly progression should take place. After five wipes on Mythic Spooder, suddenly he called out on Vent that the entire raid was trash. <laughs> five wipes? Trash me! You are! You there! Oi! Specifically you, mate. You're trash. You are trash. Discuss. These random outbursts were alarming, but they were fairly infrequent, so we brushed them off and moved on. I should know at this point, while our guild might be on the more casual side for a Mythic Progression Guild, our level of play is crisp. Oh yeah. We cleared Mythic Emerald Nightmare in roughly the same number of pulls as other top guilds. We are the current top alliance guild on our server. But that ain't enough for Angel Wings. Or Kim. Because you're fucking trash. You are Angel Wing, I see you in chat. You are trash. You are trash. The situation, of course, came to a head shortly before Thanksgiving. After downing Mythic Scenarius, when the officers were faced with the difficult decision of whether to extend our lockout to kill Xavius, or to reset and farm Emerald Nightmare for more gear. What do you do? What do you do? Eh? What do you do? What do you do? <coughs> At this point, our officers made a crucial mistake. Rather than discussing the pros and cons of either side amongst themselves and communicating the decision to the guild, they decided to create a forum post on the website asking raiders for their opinion. No! You... No! No! Never ask a raider his opinion! Never! Never ask it! 
But the answer is, yeah, you don't reset. I don't. <laughs> it should have been a question. You'd never reset. No. <laughs> Bad. Bad kill. No. Naughty officers. Naughty officers. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> As you might imagine, Kim had some things to say in that thread. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, this is the dream. This is it. This is it. I'm going deep. Her opening post was, this guild is full of filthy casuals. We are nowhere near good enough to progress on Mythic Trial of Valor without more gear. I have come from a top 50 guild. I know that our players can't handle real mechanics without overgearing. Post after post with comments like that. It was a flood of at least a dozen posts calling our raiders and our guild trashy shit. Unable to stand by slowly any longer, my mage friend, Nox Greveling, decided to respond, telling Kim she was a massive dick, to stop insulting our guild, and that she should leave if she isn't satisfied with us. Trash-talking everyone else on the forums was completely unproductive. Much to my surprise, though, that post was deleted, and the thread was locked. Nork's grieving's post was deleted. Ultimately, the decision was made. We would extend the lockout and kill Xavius. But Norsk did get an arse chewing from the officers the following night. Some interesting things came to light during the officers' conversation with Nork. Apparently, Kim was considered to be an invaluable member of the guild. Because Kim did a lot of mythic plus and kim regularly stocked the guild bank see <laughs> you guys laugh herbalism bro you get on your fucking mount doing your surumar circles you can get away with anything i'm just saying you want to buy your way into a guild starlight rose under the table yeah you'll become invaluable invaluable I do want to point out here, although there is a girl's name, in the story, it's a guy. <laughs> in the story, it is a guy. <clears throat> they promised that they would talk to Kim about her tone, but that we should refrain from publicly criticizing Kim on the forums. This came as a surprise, considering that in the past, the officers quickly dispensed with toxic players, regardless of their ability or the amount of herbs they had farmed. Kim had won this round, so my only recourse was to permanently place Kim on ignore and mute Kim on vent. I was worried, however, that this was not a sustainable solution. Was the guild that I love spiraling out of control at the hands of an alpha nerd? Dun, dun, dun. No, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. As will happen from time to time, my problems sorted themselves out. Some two weeks later on a quiet Tuesday when my wife was at yoga class, Yoga pants, yo. God bless. God bless. God bless. <laughs> the line gets even better though, chat. This is so blokey. <laughs> you ready, Andy? Some two weeks later on a quiet Tuesday night when my wife was at yoga class or pottery class or some other shit. I don't care. <laughs> I logged on to my main to do my world quests. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking... I don't know. It's fucking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking girl shit, I don't know. 
I'm gonna play some WoW. Fucking sandwich making school. <laughs> Such a bloke thing to say. Because he knows she knows where yeah. she is. I know where my wife is. So do you. But when it comes to the guys, don't make fucking doing some inchy lads. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised to receive a whisper from our GM immediately after logging and farming me that Angel Wing had been kicked from the guild. Not Angel Wing. <laughs> Did someone say yoga pants? All the lurkers have come out of nowhere. Hello. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the raiding team, Angel Wings in Angel Wings. What did you do? Angel Wings in frequent outbursts during raids were actually very, very, very common in officer chat and in the officer channel on Vent. By more common, of course, I mean that Angel Wings would rage in Vent at the officers after almost every single wipe. And then came the best news of all. Kim had quit as soon as Angel Wings was kicked. Preacher, it was like Christmas morning. This incessant diarrhea of mouth, shitbag know-it-all Kim. I feel really bad now. <laughs> this is Kim, who we took for dinner in BlizzCon. Had <laughs> left, voluntarily left my life forever. The two besties formed their own guild. Which, based on what I know about their personalities, should be fantastic. Kappa. I like to imagine them sitting in their basement together, wearing matching onesie pyjamas and sharing a hot pocket lady in the tramp style. The end. Sincerely, Shagger. P.S. There's probably a lesson somewhere in this story about the importance of finding a raiding guild that is a right fit. Angel Wings and Kim probably have a home somewhere where their personalities of no life playing habits and hot pocket eating are greatly appreciated. <laughs> My guild, however, those things are pure cancer. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I love the ending to that story. Even you with your hot, po hot pocket nipply pimply mouth can find a place. I've never eaten a hot pocket. What does one look like? I'm curious. Just the nice, mate. Good. Are they nice though? Really nice. Yeah, Are they yeah, as good yeah. as like a CC's pizza? No, mate. It's like a microwave fucking lava pocket in Joe. Hot but pocket. Was the name of the person that story Shagger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. No way, mate. That's fucking you don't gross. Fucking know. Oh, that's disgusting. Who are you talking to right now? That's delicious. No. Yeah. That looks like something you buy over the counter at a 7-eleven like i don't know who's eating that food but it's not human i would you, we didn't that's a lie ain't nobody saying. eating anything out of I those counters at 7-eleven they keep cooking it but nobody look at that what is that that is delicious that's fucking pepperoni and cheese uh, oh yeah oh no oh yeah <laughs> oh that's gross that's doing pizza meat Sorry, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so fucking rank. Oh my god. Oh dearie me. <laughs> Are you talking about 7 Eleven, mate? Hey, I don't know why they keep making that food. I've never seen anybody eat out of it. Like a uh, big gulp. Alright, I could I could get the uh, get behind the big gulp. It's just a big drink. But <laughs> that other food? Well, no, no, thank it's you. It's just a big drink. Don't play it down, son. Big gulp's for life. Big gulps for life. Meatball hot pockets. Oh no. Uh, no thank you. Hot pocket is when you're 100% no life and need to eat during the raid. Ah, I get it. That's like micro pizza with zero toppings. Pizza. Pizza. Alright, let's throw Big Ben in there. 
Ooh, that looks like a girl's name. I just used two of the girls. Is there any more there? Mm, Lani, you were in last week. Yeah. Where? I wasted a girl's name. Fear that. Fear that. Emma's supposed to sort this out. <laughs> I'm going with this one. I don't know who what? I don't know who you are in my community, but Pisslinger, your time has come, my man, and I truly wish I could speak to you. <laughs> Pisslinger, best name. <laughs> Pisslinger. Oh God, how do I? How do I say that name? Salen. I'm going with Salen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funky Town, that's not you. That's not you. You're not the power that is Pisslinger. Pissling, Pissling is such a gross name. <laughs> it's actually... Oh, no. It's actually this way. So I believe... Piss, is this your real surname? Are you like Tommy Pisslinger? I fixed it, I fixed it, I fixed it, I fixed it. All right. <clears throat> okay. Ferals, am I right? I haven't seen a feral druid in forever. I think there's. I played with a survival hunter today. That day. Did you really? Yeah, he was bottom of the deeps, but he was there. He was keeping oh, it real, that lad. Hey, yeah, people so noticed when he went in dungeon. I've never seen a survival hunter in Legion, and he was there. What a guy. I've still never seen a survival hunter in Legion. I know. Anyway, <clears throat> ferals. Dear preacher, I hope this email finds you well, and I would like to extend a bro, bro fist of friendship all the way from Team Texas. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Texas. Fucking Gee, Texas. Boy. My story begins with all of the amazement and wonder a person could ask for from their first login to WoW. It's a newbie story, ladies and gents. It will span the hardships of being the FNG, fucking new guy, also known as Pledge. Moments galore to the drama of guild progression. There'll be betrayals as well as comrades. And believe now, it was all for the better, and I assume my fair share of responsibility for what happened here. That's a very polite way of saying is I regret this, looking back, <laughs> but we're going through it. As with a lot of new players to WoW, I arrived from the console world with a limited sense of what was possible in a video game. I had recently finished Oblivion and was looking for more of the open world style games. I loved the world and music of Fable and Oblivion and craved more, much, much more. I was told by a friend of my girlfriend that a game existed so large and wonderful that you could spend days, not months, and never see it all. How could this be, I wondered? How could that ever work? The answer, of course, was the PC Master Race. I logged in with my HP Pavilion laptop. Yes. Yes. And was stunned. The scale of it all. The trees of Teldrassil stretched infinitely into the sky. The music was refreshing and mysterious. The world seemed to live and breathe, and at that moment I was lost in it all. When I stopped slash dancing, my journey began. I felt small in a huge world, and everything was new. It was exactly what I wanted. Or so I thought. My new RL friend arrived on his 70 Prot Warrior. His shoulders glowed as if they had just arrived out of the forge. His sword seemed to have devoured the sun itself. Name the sword, chat, Andy. What's a sword name? that glows so bright it looks like it's eaten the sword, uh, the sun itself. I don't fucking 
Sunita. And as he towered, <laughs> the, sun, yeah, the chat got it. And as he towered above my lowly level one druid, the mount he rode on seemed as though it could end my druid's life with one bite. His name was Ben the Tank. I was amazed. I wanted it all. To Karazan. I find myself standing in front of a tower that seems to challenge the very clouds above. The area is cold and long dead. He is joined by nine other people, four of which could actually open the door to the tower. That's right, people. That's 40% of the raid is actually attuned. That's a pretty big deal in CBC. <laughs> That's a pretty big deal. By this time, my wife had a max level holy priest. And we were as ready as we would ever be to raid. I was told I might have to off-tank. This bit's so cute. It's so cute. I was told I might have to off-tank. And I was given special food to eat at the appropriate time to help me do it. Oh, you seem so excited that you got this precious special food. This is the special tank food. You will consume it only when I tell you the time is right. Not before, not after. Then you will have your special food. <laughs> magic. magic food. I like the magic food, the I tank like food. food. We entered the tower. My off-tank skills were needed on the very first boss, who in turn fell in defeat. And I received my first purple raid item, and felt as though we could never be stopped. For the most part, I was right. We had a few experienced raiders that knew Karazan well, and what awaited us at the top. So we pressed on. My quality laptop was getting me about 1 to 3 FPS on the large trash pulls. Hate P Pavilion. But then came the shame. Ben whispered me. <clears throat> you know. Because you can stealth, mate. If you go up to the maiden and look up her skirt, they've actually animated a vagina and knickers. Hmm. Is that true, mate? Hmm. Can you see some holy beef curtains, mate, if you approach her in stealth? Ben then went AFK a second for a drink. <laughs> when Ben came back, he returned to a wiped raid. <laughs> ben could have thrown me under the bus. Everybody saw that I was the one who pulled the maiden. But Ben being Ben assumed full responsibility and laughed his ass off. And I was absolutely petrified that I would be kicked. We pressed on, and Prince Malkazar fell. I had finished the leveling experience at the end of BC, and there wasn't much time nor interest in pressing to larger raids. I wasn't aware of it at the time. But chat, I was actually in a terrible place. I was in the ground floor. On the ground floor of what you, in the stream, know as. This was a cesspool guild. I took a full week vacation for Wrath Launch. Ben and I hung out at my place and leveled most of the content together, but went our own ways at the Storm Peaks. We agreed the story was getting interesting and our cutting up would delight, dilute it some. We reconvened at 80, but something had changed in Ben. By this time, his warrior had been promoted to officer and many things were expected of Ben. 
However, he had grown tired of tanking for the most part. And wanted to heal on his paladin. To this day, I don't know what happened to Ben in the Storm Peaks. But it must have been profound. I noted that he was the only officer that was ever on. The, other, the others hadn't even begun to level. And the expansion was nearly a week old. It was then that I realised their glory days of clearing Karazhan in the Burning Crusade were over. <laughs> never forget. I would never experience the stories that they talked about at this point. I was going to spend all of my wow days hearing about the glory days. I said no! Ben had made it clear he didn't want to lead our tank. He wanted to heal. I was a feral, so we needed to put together a new team and a plan. We started recruiting. Doing the daily heroics as a trial for potential new members. <laughs> Things were going well. Where would you take fresh trials in Wrath of the Lich King to test them out? Halls of Stone? Something like that, maybe? Something like that? I don't know, maybe. <coughs> Things were going well. We were about ready to launch into 10-man Naxxramas when I was summoned to vent by a veteran officer, Pisslinger. <laughs> a founding member of the guild. She and a few other veterans had started playing and noted my activities. I was expecting to be congratulated, maybe even give a promotion. I couldn't be more wrong. I was attacked instantly by her. At the time, I had no idea why Pisslinger would be so angry. But I understand now, my progress, my capping, my gearing, it seemed to her that I was trying to coup the guild. She couldn't be more wrong. I idolized this guild. I thought they were wonderful. I tried to explain that our ranks were thin and I wanted to recruit more people and get raiding. Pisslinger wasn't having it and said I was not. And I repeat, in detail, in tune with what our guild was about. I didn't argue. Pisslinger, in my eyes, still had great influence over my future WoW career. She's a big deal, Pisslinger, I'll have you know. With, <laughs> she's she's, she's, she's going to teach me what's what. With my head held low, cooked, I left the channel and joined Ben and the other team members I had worked so hard to assemble. I told Ben and the others what had happened. None knew what to say or do. They just waited to get the order many knew Ben would give. I simply sat in awe at what happened next. Ben, the bro tank, the guild's main tank and raid leader, quit the fucking guild. He then said, We're gonna make our own guild! That's right! <laughs> the other people in Ben said nothing. They all just simply started leaving the guild. Nine people left right in front of Pisslinger. Morewood once, once they logged on and learned of what had transpired. Only Pisslinger and I remained online. We stared each other down through green guild chat for what seemed like an eternity. Then I was given a much nicer invitation to join Vent. Please. I accepted. Apparently Ben had whispered her and informed her that we didn't pay $15 a month to listen to their war stories and see our friends assaulted for trying to help the guild. She didn't fight me. Pisslinger knew she had overreacted. What I didn't know is that Ben had also told her I was going to lead them in, a, in the raiding guild. To which she only had to say to me, good luck. 
This was the first time I had heard of me leading any sort of guild, much less a raiding guild. I had nothing to say. I was just as surprised as she was. So I did the only sensible thing. I logged out of vent, and then I quit the guild. I'm going to go my own way. <coughs> I joined my friends, and the first few weeks went well. I'm the leader? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I went off with my friends, and the first few weeks did go well. We bested all the bosses in Nax, and were continuing to recruit successfully. But as I would soon learn, people tend to not get along for incomprehensible reasons in World of Warcraft, or in real life. In the previous guild there was a feral that I idealized. Idealized. Breakthrough. Breakthrough taught me everything. We became good friends. He had joined one of the top raiding guilds before my insurrection and had supported my decision to go with the new guild. He even tanks for us for the daily five on runs. I loved these daily runs. Playing with good people. Balls out in vent before our respective raids. All in all, it was a good time. One of the shamans we had recruited recently though, Salen was ambitious and had proven to be a good supplier of quality recruits. Salen had disclosed to me that being a little flirty could get you a long way in WoW and shore up the ranks. <laughs> the promise of tits can bring all the good players. So I had no problem with it and even made her an officer as she was good at her class and showed good conflict resolution this far. My wife though, a fellow officer and lead healer was less than enthused at our seeming slut bringing of people into the guild. She, she viewed Salen as a threat to be disposed of at the first opportunity. One day I'm running my five-man daily when Salen and some close guildmates and my wife burst into my office very upset. In her mind, she had found her opportunity. Salem was leading a 25-man obsidian sanctum, and this was not allowed. When I told her that Salem had actually asked me permission to mount farm this, to mount, go farm mounting this, to mount farm this raid a few weeks back, it just made it worse. After minutes of trying to calm my wife down and get past the issue, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Pisslinger was right. People are dickheads. Leading is stressful. People whine and bitch all the time. Things like scheduling, website maintenance and recruitment have taken their toll. And recently I'd started my first professional job. We had a pretty bad fight right there and then. I argued I would not pull Salem's rank and punish her. And my wife threatened to leave. The guild. The guild. <coughs> what do you do, lads? Your wife's threatening to leave the guild. But she is a priest. Do we have other priests? Oh, yeah. Then that bitch can make a sandwich. <laughs> you can't have your wife pulling that shit, man. you got to stand tall and stand proud. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> Let's all live in the fantasy world. Yeah, wife, do one. <laughs> do one. Get out. <laughs> Let's all live in fantasy land where we do that. <laughs> Savage. <clears throat> I eventually settled 
by saying this. He's got to make a diplomatic choice, men. We've got to we've got to man up a deal with this situation. We've got an angry wife and another woman who's done nothing wrong, but is another woman. What are we going to do? <laughs> situation some of us get in. I eventually settled this by saying that if I pulled Salem's rank and punished her, I would be doing what Pisslinger did to me. And we're supposed to be better than that. This is supposed to be a good place for good people. The fight ended and that's when I saw it. My chat log filled with whispers from my party and friends. Your mic is on. I had removed my headset and almost smashed it onto my keyboard, pressing my push to talk at the start of the fight. And we had fought, husband-wife style, very harsh for some time. My dick began to shrink. I was embarrassed, enraged, mortified. Worse yet, when I told my wife of this, she simply shrugged it off. Whatever, mate. Whatever. She don't give a shit. I turned the PC off and decided it was time to take a little walk. I left the guild shortly after that. I gave leadership to my wife. Bro! No! Super cooked, dude. <clears throat> the wife became the leader. I gave leadership to my wife and she continued our 10-man progress while I set my sights on bigger fish. I couldn't lead while being married to one of the officers. By now, more family and friends and RL's people had joined the guild. I had made some mistakes as the previous guild. Most of the guild was furious. I had made enemies. Salen and Breakthrough and the others that were there that day of the fight insisted that they didn't think less of me and that they understood. But I couldn't do it. I had to start over. I applied to the number two raiding guild on the server and was given a trial. It was a full-on 25-man Nax gear guild that I had acquired from Pugruns. I had acquired 25-man Nax gear from Pugruns and now I had a good grasp of my class. I did well and was accepted. My old guild would see my progression of gear and say things like, Wow, must be nice to have people you can count on to get gear like that. <gasps> oh. Shame. That's, that's like that Azuna storyline. Bastard. Bastard. I had no response. I would simply ignore it and wait for my raids to start. I hated that time in WoW. But I had to kill Arthas. Somehow if I killed him on Heroic, it would be all worth it. That day never came. No one on our server got the 25-man Heroic kill. Despite being the best geared druid on the server, it just wouldn't happen for me. I knew every move of the fight, every step, but it was always something. Who had defile? Why is our DPS low? Did Arthur's just one-shot the tank? We were able to get the 25-man mounts fairly easily, and for a long stint, we were the only group that had them. It was not uncommon to find me at the flight pad silent, a testament to what it took to be on top. Just thinking to myself, was it all worth it? Had I made the right choice in leaving my first guild, the second guild? By this time, the hate for me had almost subsided as people needed my help to get through raids. I would lead raids for my wife and friends on my prop warrior. This helped me to bridge many gaps in relationships. I spent the ending days of wrath not far from where I started. 
Over time, Pisslinger and I would become friends. She even sent me Swiss chocolate from her country. That's another girl in your life, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Accepting chocolates from another lady. It <laughs> The very land that gave her such a stern and intimidating accent ultimately provided a symbol of friendship. I currently play a hunter, but might take up the feral again. I'm not sure what to do now in WoW, so I'm focusing on photography. It should be noted that while I was in exile from my friends and family, it was kind of cool being the guy who went rogue. My character in WoW was not to be trusted and would do anything to be the best, and he paid for it. <laughs> Arthur still rules the dead in my WoW, and a feral druid set off to fight him over to never, only to never return. Thank you for reading my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Farewell from Team Texas. Good God Almighty, bro. Good God Almighty, bro. I feel like your wife really owned you, though. <coughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to just finish up with something absolutely awesome. I've got like seven minutes until my birthday night out. Yeah. Who's going to be our loud clicker? It's gonna be. Ba -ba -da -ba. Is this Chalifu? Is this how I pronounce this? I hope I don't butcher your names, guys. Yeah. I like the idea they might be angry IRL, like husband, wife, crazy angry. But, like, as soon as the PC turns off, they're fine. They're absolutely fine and dandy. Probably not, though, right? I mean, it never really works that way. <laughs> Pretty amazing story, it is, man. It is. These husband-wife guilds, I mean, that's got to be some fucking strain, bro. It's got to be crazy. It's got to be absolutely crazy. But still. All right. <laughs> I'm a clicker from birth. <laughs> All right. Hollow Preacher and Ghosty. Hello. Hello. From Team New Zealand, the land of sheep shagging. Wrong. Wrong Andy, the land of sheep shagging is... Wales. Get sorted. I've got a dank story about me and my brother when I was 13, and he was in his early 20s. This story is confirmed dank. Confirmed dank. <laughs> I was hesitant about writing this because I kind of thought you would never read it. Well, the thing is, if you don't write it, I'm probably not going to read it. But if you do write it, there's a chance I will. It all started in the beginning of what? Mop had just finished and our old guild dismembered as... <laughs> okay. <laughs> our old guild fell apart as people had priorities and simply couldn't be fucked continuing with WoW. My brother capped faster than I did as I was still in my primary school grinds while he was in summer break already. He found a new guild and settled in comfortably. I was a PvPer at the time. 13 and a PvPer? Nice. 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 Hot pockets. That's hot pockets right there. I was a PvPer at the time, so I never really gave two fucks about what he did. But after I finally got my basic bitch buff rogue to a hundred. <laughs> I love it when teenagers write stories. It's so cool, man. Please, please do it. I'm not taking the piss. It's awesome. I love reading it. I get all the new lingo. Okay. But after I finally got my basic bitch bluff rogue to 100, I realized that I hated PvP in WAD. My brother decided he would invite me to join his friends only if I never joined TeamSpeak 
as my shitty kid voice would instantly give away that I'm still a shitty kid. I probably have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. It was my first raid night in the guild. My brother told me never to add <coughs> add to the team speak. So instead <sighs> So instead I boasted about I boasted to the clan of how I was his brother and we could have to share a mic at some point. <clears throat> With my brother being quite a skillful rep paladin, eventually <clears throat> everyone insisted that I was to join TeamSpeak though. I gave him the cheesiest smile in the world as I typed in their fucking TeamSpeak address. He quickly muted himself and told me to mute my mic. He looked me dead straight and told me, do not ask about the clicking noise. The raid leader was a female blood elf priest, about 20. Her name was Chalifu. Chalifu was a clicker. Chalifu didn't use push to talk. Chalifu had a loud mouse. I promised him that I wouldn't say a word. I lied. Me being me, being a 13 year old ex PvPer. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> All night. Every raid. <laughs> All night, every raid. <laughs> Even if I was the shittest wild player, at least I could keybind. <clears throat> I couldn't take it. The constant noise. Not even four minutes into the call, I raised my voice. Oh! And everyone welcomed me with open arms. I was getting quite bored after about 20 minutes as my attention span was about as big as my little 13-year-old cock. Ha! Cocks max out at age 11, son. You're stuck with that forever. Oh, <laughs> Cocks are macked. <laughs> Cocks are capped. <laughs> I was and still am a massive cock face. So I had to say something. <coughs> I opened my little mouth and gathered everyone's attention before addressing. Is someone's mic broken? Because there's an annoying clicking sound and it's really fucking getting to me. The chat fell silent. My brother muted himself, took off his headphones, turned to me and says, you little fucking cunt face. I was so pleased with myself. The communication of the guild died for a bit and so did we all. We wiped. But the raid leader didn't give two fucks about that. She quickly dragged my brother and two officers straight into a private chat. And ten minutes later they came back. The raid was called off for the night. My brother was demoted to the lowest rank. 
I didn't know what the hell happened in that private chat, nor did I really care. I thought it was really funny, and I decided I should probably gap. I didn't really care about raining at that point, and I didn't really care about why wow either. Wad was fucking dreadful anyway. <laughs> Little fucking brothers. <laughs> I logged back on a week later on my alt, though no one knew it was me, who <coughs> was still in the guild, only to see there wasn't even a guild anymore. I asked my brother about this, and he said after my stupid comment and how triggered she was of people constantly bringing up her clicking, clicking everyone realized that she was really wrecking the raid, and the majority of the raid group gave up and finally left right there and there. I haven't touched WoW since, but I still love watching Drama Time. Massive brofis to you, and I hope you enjoyed my story. <laughs> Little brothers are the fucking best, man. The fucking best. <laughs> and that, see, you shouldn't click. It might kill your guild. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that the Raiders were like, you're right. This is fucking too much, man. This is too much. <laughs> Ladies and gents, tomorrow, 8 p.m. That is uh, Science Me. 27 hours from this point now, the drinking game web show begins. The birthday. My birthday is in a few hours. I'm going to celebrate it with you guys. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. You will need, if you're eligible to take part, you'll need some beers, right? And some uh, something you can take shots of or whatever your personal poison is. And we'll be having some giggles. It's just going to be a really sort of silly fun night. But also, your Christmas-themed transmogs will still be coming in. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a very just and objective competition. As always. As always. It will just be 100%. Anything you want. Anything you want. It's entirely up to you. Just don't get yourself ill and blame me. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, team. We're going to be back soon thank you so much for tuning in if you're not coming tomorrow i hope to see you on monday morning with our big stream and of course christmas week starts when is christmas exactly oh it's over that's on a sunday christmas is on a sunday so there will be a drama time uh the day before christmas eve yes there will there will be a drama time yeah yeah all right i'm still gonna blame you it's not my fault but it's just gonna be a night full of bants and giggles and all that kind of stuff if you've ever been to one we do it every year it's good fun go check out the other streams and you'll see what you're in for all right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Say bye. Oh, you got into the shot. That's nice. Yeah?